sweat it loose. It's going to be a long hot race. Hello and welcome to Who Will Win episode 10. We think. Yeah, we think of Who Will Win. Yes, season two, uh, Hungarian Grand Prix, kind of. Yeah, um, not much of a deal. Well, we'll we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Yeah. But first, it's the all important joke. Joke, joke, joke time. Let uh, me find the list of jokes. So we win joke last time is which F one champion is really good at jumping? Wait, did we do this already? That was the cliffhanger joke. Oh, did we do it last time? Okay. The answer is Super Mario Andretti. Did Sup we do that? Super Mario Andretti, I don't know, we'll check it back and if we have already okay. repeated it, we'll fix it in the edit. Alright, uh, let's talk about the... F I mean... Alright, so it was lovely to watch the Grand Prix with Uncle James. Oh, yeah. And also, I know that I occasionally defend the Hungarian Grand Prix saying it's not that bad. But this mm -hmm. one was... How exciting would you say it was on a scale of 1 to 10? 1. Yeah. I mean, I suppose the thing to remember is that when you're really there at the track, the cars are going so far. It's like, you know, watching um, watching a time trial. Even if they're not overtaking each other, they're going so fast that it's really exciting. Uh, but on the TV, it was less exciting. It was pretty predictable. Um, oh, but a record was broken, right? Yeah. What was that? Hmm. That Red Bull has won 13 races in a row. Isn't it 12? Uh, 12, okay. I think so. Anyway. For a world record taken, taken right from McLaren. That's right. Oh yeah, that's right. And do you know, in McLaren's record-setting season, um, when they won all but one Grand Prix, do you know who won the other one? Ooh. I'll give you a clue. It was a Ferrari driver. Is it Michael Schumacher? No, it was before his time. It was 1988. It was Gerhard Berger. Fun fact. Uh, anyway, so, <laughs> and uh, in fact, I think Enzo Ferrari had, uh, it was the first Grand Prix after Enzo Ferrari had died, and he was at Monza, so it's sort of, you know, you'd be hard-pressed to fight the will of fate on that one. So yeah, they're the, they're the record holders now, and Verstappen, of course, is close to beating another record for consecutive Grand Prix. I think he... Which is his own record, really? No, it's, it's Sebastian Vettel, I think, won nine. Uh, no, I've... What is that record anyway? Consecutive wins. That? I think he already won that. Might have not, but how many has he won? Seven. Wow. In a row. Four <sighs> consecutive wins. Yeah, so close to that. So um, in, in lieu of um, like anything else to talk about, actually, uh, we're going to just basically adjust your Fantasy Formula 1 team, aren't we, for uh, the next yeah. Grand Prix in Belgium? Why don't I have any money? Well, because you, you've got no cap left because you've um, got no money left over from your transfers. But we can manage your team now. And, of course, you are still winning our uh, private uh, Fantasy Formula 1 league against, uh, I would say, at least four adults. Um, still winning quite significantly. Yeah, so let's, let's go manage your team for Fantasy Formula 1 um, and talk through it. So you want to you want to replace any of your drivers? Let's wait. Let's see. So your lineup at the moment is you've got Red Bull and Aston Martin as your two teams. I think that makes sense. Actually, Mercedes are now scoring more than, and Ferrari are both scoring more than Aston Martin. Do you want to change teams, or do you want to keep it like? Sure, I can change teams. So this is where your cap comes in. So ah, see, there's the problem. 
if you trade in Aston Martin, you don't, still don't have enough to get one of the others, so you better stick with Aston Martin, I think. Um, do you want to change out? Now, here's another thing, though. I actually scored more points than you last week in Hungary, because I had a driver that scored zero, and you had Pierre Gasly getting minus 12 for... Um, so I'm just going to remove him right now. Are you sure? Do you think he's going to do the same thing in Belgium? Or do you think he'll score points in Belgium? I don't know, but it's very unlikely that he will not. He may finish, but he may not get any points. Oh, but remember, the points in Fantasy Formula 1 are different from the real points, so... Hey, can I have the affordable one, please? Yeah, we'll just do only affordable. Do that. Okay, apply. Um, so, in exchange for Pierre Gasly, you can have Pierre Gasly on 71 points, Joe Guan Yu on 70 points, Yuki Tsunoda on 54, Kevin Magnussen on... Oh yeah, I just realised, if I take Alexander Albon right now, I'll have the same lineup as you. Will you? No, because I, I think I already got Daniel Ricciardo in. Wait, let me check yours again. Wait, why do you on the same lineup as me? Because then you'll never overtake me. Because oh, we both get the same points. Ah, but remember there's chips as well, so that might be different. Yeah. Okay, this feels like cheating, but okay, we can go and look at my lineup. See? Oh, I do have Albon, yeah. So, yeah, I'll change for Albon. Really. This feels like gamesmanship, but alright. Um, <laughs> so you're dropping Gasly and putting in Albon? I guess. Okay. Uh, uh, uh. Where is he? Well, yeah. I mean, it's true, this way you are guaranteed... To win. Almost guaranteed to win, yeah. Wow, the, the ruthless spirit of Christian Horner. Um, Continue. Yeah, alright, confirm changes. Now, do you want to use any of the special chips for this round? Yes, please. I'd love to. You can only use one at a time. So you can have limitless, which means you can do unlimited transfers. Don't really need to do that. You have wild card, which means you can change as well. Final fix, you can't use yet because it's for after qualifying. No negative. That means if any driver score minus points, it just counts as zero. You could have that. Extra DRS that... Tri you can add triple points to any driver and you still get the normal and autopilot autopilot it puts the drs it puts the kind of the double bonus on whichever driver scores the most yeah even that... if you were wrong but that's clearly going to be verstappen so it's less valuable for you yeah so i'm not going to use oh time. having said that though verstappen's got a gearbox change penalty on the grid so he might there's a small chance he might not win or he might just take you know 12 laps more than usual to get to the front I guess I'll take, um, extra DRS. Okay, and who are you going to give your extra DRS to? I mean, I guess Max. Okay, and then who are you going to give your normal DRS to? Um, I'm going to give it to Sergio. You sure? Okay. Yeah. So that's triple points from Max and double points from Sergio this weekend. I think you're set to continue your dominance of the, uh, gap that exists, uh, do you want to apply chip, Daddy? I don't think we should do my team now. I think we've already tested the listeners' patience enough with this uh, Fantasy Formula 1 segment that has already taken at least five minutes. Uh, is there anything else to talk about from the Formula 1 weekend? Well, Daniel Ricciardo came back, qualified 13th, had a weird sort of accident early on, got back to 13th. What do you think? Good? Bad? Don't In the middle? Know. Still don't know. Too early to say. Okay, what else happened? Um, nothing. Nothing's happened. Formula 1 Academy? That. No, there's news about next year. So what they're doing is there are 15, you know, there are 15 drivers and three teams. Sorry, five teams with three cars each. Next year, what they're going to do is they're going to make 
all of the Formula One teams effectively sponsor one of the drivers. So they drive in their colours with their name on the car. And then the other five drivers kind of have to make do with Formula Two teams or whatever like normal. But I think it's interesting because it will mean that the Formula One teams now have a, like a they have a reason to pay attention to F1 Academy because if their driver does badly or their car does badly, uh, it won't look good for them. Like you can imagine, Red Bull will want to be winning F1 Academy just like they win pretty much everything else, right? So I think it's interesting. Who knows if it will work? We'll see. Um, anything else to talk about from the motor racing world this week? I don't think so. No, it's been a pretty uneventful uh, week. day. The uneventful days. Actually, I say that. Wait a second. It wasn't totally uneventful in Hungary. Lewis Hamilton got pole position. Yeah. What do you think about that? Mm, nothing. Nothing. Okay. And yeah, who else was on the podium? Lando Norris. Lando Norris, exactly. So what do you think? So McLaren's looking good as well, right? Mm, I guess. You're the one who also has Lando. Well, that's true. But I remember you saying while we were watching the races, mm. it's good for McLaren. They can, they were faster on Silverstone. And then, as you described, the Hungara ring, the opposite of Silverstone. <laughs> yeah. I guess right. they can stick with that car for like ever. Well, maybe not forever, but for a while, I think, yeah. All right. Oh yeah, reminds me, I've got to show you a video later. I found this video of the 1955 Monaco Grand Prix. Pretty cool. And like Fangio, uh, Ascari, Ascari's last Grand Prix. And then... And he died in testing at Monza about four days afterwards. Pretty sad, right? For the listener, definitely now, doing a sad face. No, <laughs> 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 not, not for long. Not for long. All right, let's uh, enough enough sad talk. Let's do the closing joke. Which F one world champion invented the ding ding telephone? Which F one world champion invented the telephone? The answer's coming next time on. Uh, the Belgium Grand Prix. I thought you were going to say the name of the podcast, but yes, the Belgium Grand Prix episode. All right, ding. thanks for listening. Bye. Ding ding bye. Uh, from the heart. Lord, okay, at the moment, we keep you both this. 100%.